Apple's big news, the race course with Wi-Fi for 50,000 people. Networking your home and a whole lot more this week on Your Tech Life. Thanks to Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems. And say no to Bill Shock and yes to Optus MyPlan, the mobile plan that flexes to help keep your excess fees down. Visit optus.com.au forward slash MyPlan for details. Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Uh, thank you for listening. Wherever you're listening, right across Australia, Your Tech Life is the name of the show. It's the show where I bring you everything I know about technology this week. Uh, plus your calls on one eight hundred one five seven one five seven. 157 Questions about technology, problems with technology, doesn't matter at all. Uh, try and help you out. And if I can't help you, I'll find someone who can. Also, this week, uh, the, the online accommodation booking system, which I think is still uh, a bit of a sleeper, shall we say. More on that a little later in the show. Plus, I'm going to help talk home networking. We've got a caller about it. Plus, I've brought an expert on to help us talk about it as well. As we say, it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems, and Optus's My Plans. We'll tell you more about those a little later also. So, uh, easy to get in touch. Uh, the website is eftm.com.au, or you can call 1-800-157-157. Um, interesting uh, few days ahead, and to be honest, we won't talk about the Apple big news here. Uh, I'm going to record two blokes talking tech live straight after the Apple announcement, uh, which is tomorrow morning uh, at the time of recording here. So if you want everything, in-depth analysis of Apple's big news, uh, download Two Blokes Talking Tech from iTunes uh, and we'll bring you everything there is to know about the new iPhone 5S, the 5C and the features, which we don't really know, but we think we do. And if you want to bet against me, have a look at EFTM.com to see what I thought was going to happen and uh, whether I got it right all wrong. You're listening to Your Tech Life. Quickly, before we get into calls, uh, the, the race course with 50,000 people Wi-Fi access. Uh, I got this today, and uh, I put it up on EFTM.com.au. Royal Randwick in Sydney, um, the, the big grandstand there was suffering from concrete cancer, and they pretty much had to rip it down. And they've rebuilt this huge concourse. It's, it's a magnificent facility. But get this, they've installed Wi-Fi... And they're offering it for free to patrons. Free Wi-Fi for 50,000 people. So on a big race day, 50,000 people could be on their phones tweeting, Facebooking, or even watching live video um, on the Wi-Fi system. It's actually a really good idea. Uh, and great to see uh, an organisation like the ATC, the Australian Turf Club, uh, actually getting behind the need for this kind of connectivity. Um, if you're a race goer, I'd love to know what you think, whether that um, has an impact on uh, on how you attend the races. Uh, does it mean you're going to bet online more, or uh, does it mean you're going to Instagram more photos? Well, I, don't, I don't quite know. The other thing is, and we've got to check this out, I'm, I'm waiting to get a photo or maybe head out, um, but on the centre of the of the Randwick, Royal Randwick race, race course, they've got an 11 metre tall by 40 metre long super screen the largest LED screen in the Southern Hemisphere. What about that? That is some serious technology. Uh, they've got video screens, like 700 televisions throughout the concourse. It's all controlled by a master control. It sounds like a bloody television station. 
It's quite amazing. So um, if you're into your racing, I'd love to know what the impact of that will be on your attendance at spring carnivals across Sydney and whether or not uh, Randwick really does have the, the best sports venue in Australia when it comes to uh, internet access. Lots to talk about today. Let's get straight into your calls. Thank you for listening, 1-800-157-157, or you can go to the website, uh, 1-800-157-157, though, to give me a call. Let's go back to the phones. G'day, Veronica. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Good. How can I help you? Well, I wanted to thank you for giving me that gizmo opportunity. Um, now, you, so you rang really a few weeks ago. Uh, you rang a few weeks ago. You had, what was the problem you had with your computer? Well, it's just was, everything was going slow. It, sounded, it felt like it was all grinding to a halt, and I thought I was losing. I thought I was going to die. Right. Yep. Last computer. Mm-hmm. And and in the end, rather than trying to talk you through a whole stack of solutions uh, on the phone, we yes. uh, we organised for the people at Gizmo to come Give and uh, help yes. you out. Now, so they did that over the phone. They did that over the phone. It was really interesting. Mm. Gee, it was fascinating. So uh, interesting in what way? How, talk me through it. Well, he just. Um, it, I was talking to a um, lovely fellow, I can't think of his name at the moment, okay. but he was just really helpful and uh, going through everything that was in my computer. I told him I was having problems with iTunes, I was having problems with TiVo, everything was just really mm. slowing and, it down. And just, just go back um, a step. And he, he logged on and started a, a, a chat window. Yeah, so, so just go back a step. You, you're on the phone to him, you're telling him what's happening, and then you, you, he sends you to a website where he can then get access yes, to your computer, yes, and, and yes. he can basically see and control your computer while you're on the phone. Is that right? Exactly, and I can see everything he's doing. So you can see the mouse moving around, you can see yes, him typing. Yes, I can see everything he's doing, and you know, anything that he was going and Doing and I, he was answering all my questions. Mm. You know, there was obviously I must have been asking some pretty basic questions sometimes. Oh. Well, I mean, it's, it's it, the simple he, things he that go wrong. He was just so patient. Mm-hmm. And how long did he spend with you on the phone? Oh, entirely? it seemed like ages. It, it was. Um, I'm but, sure it was over an hour. Wow. Okay. It was over an hour, and then he um, called me back a second time because I I, I still had a couple of problems with iTunes mm-hmm. um, and that turned out to be I've, I've googled a lot about iTunes and apparently it's a big file and it's always going to be slow at loading yeah, right. mm-hmm. so but everything else on my computer is just working like lightning it's amazing well that's a great experience and bottom line um, you know I think off the top of my head I think it's about a hundred dollar over the phone mm-hmm. experience with Gizmo uh, and um, as you say they they, they literally get into your computer over the phone and, and can oh. help you out that way. Uh, and obviously we got you a voucher, but, um, but value for money regardless, I would have thought. Absolutely. I would lo- definitely be using that kind of service again. I've um, only ever dropped my old computers into the computer shop and you drop them in and pick them up and really don't know what's going on. Right. And I, I, I look at anything as a learning opportunity. You know, I asked him a lot of questions about, especially... The, the startup menu, which I've, I've never been sure of what you can select and what should yeah. be running and what shouldn't be. Uh, and he was just so helpful with that. 
Fantastic. And uh, so you'll helpful. you'll be able to use them again in the future when you've got another problem, I guess. Oh, you bet. Uh, I really like that service. Oh, good on you, Veronica. Um, just being, you know, talking to someone on the phone and then watching what they're doing on the computer. It's, it, uh, the, I, I found it fascinating. It was really interesting. Well, that's the kind of feedback they need to hear. And if anyone's got a, a, an IT support-related question, which uh, I can't mm-hmm. help you with, we'll certainly uh, mm-hmm. Gizmo or the people to, to help and, and trust and you. And such a lovely man who was right. really helpful and just, so pleasant and nothing was silly or you know, he, he yeah it was he was just very very his customer service skills were very good Fantastic. Very, very I'll good. make sure that the bosses at Gizmo hear about that. It's Gizmo, G-I-Z-M-O. And as I say often, you know, if you have a problem with your plumbing, like a tap leaks or mm. your fridge goes on the blink, you'll immediately pick up the phone and ring someone to help you. And you mm. and you know that even if it's not something in your budget, you know that you'll pay to have it, have it fixed. Yes. And people just don't do that by default mm. with their computers. They just assume that they need to either, you know, wait it out, let it well, happen, I, or get a I new one. I thought that. I really thought I was going to have to be looking at buying another computer. Mm. I've, yeah, I've, I've just I've got my confidence back with my computer. Oh, well, that's fantastic. And we've saved you a couple of grand on a new computer then. <laughs> you certainly have. Good on you, Veronica. And uh, most wealth importantly... Wealth of information, your show, Trevor. Wealth of information. <laughs> thank you, Veronica. And most importantly, um, thank you for getting back to me so that other people can hear the experience that you had. Um, thanks for getting in touch and uh, enjoy your newfound thank computer. Thank you for the voucher. I so, so appreciate it. And uh, you can get in touch as well and, and get uh, help with your computer or your technical problems with your mobile phone, whatever it might be. Uh, send me an email. Go to the website, eftm.com.au or you can call me on one 157 It's time to say no to Bill Shock and yes to saving heaps. Yes is going mega with your bites. Yes to tweeting, linking and posting to your heart's content. It's time to say yes to Optus My Plan, where others could charge you hundreds in excess fees. Optus will give you that extra chunk of data from as little as $5. Plans now start at $35 with a minimum total cost of $840 over 24 months. You can visit optus.com.au forward slash my plan for details. Yeah, thank you for listening. Your Tech Life, uh, wherever you're listening, right across Australia, one eight hundred one five seven one five seven to get in touch. Let's go back to the phones. Go, there, Josh. Yeah, sure. How are you going? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? All right, mate. So, um, I um, I want to have a chat with you. Um, looking for we're doing a knockdown rebuild of a house, and um, and you know we're we're at that point where we've got the design done, we're ready to go, and now we're looking at all the electrical sort of fit out, electrical wiring, you name it, and you know, we've got the blank canvas, and I just wanted some advice about sort of how to get um, how to get it set up. You know, right the first time, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just to make sure everything's okay. So I need, um, you know, I do a fair bit of work from home um, in my uh, day job, and then I have a uh, essentially a nighttime job doing a podcast, just like yourself as well, about the NRL. So NRL today. I don't understand um, what you mean, mate. I mean, I have a day job, and then I do this at night. I know exactly what your problem is. What's the podcast yeah. called? Uh, NRL today. And I'm, I'm guessing it's about the National Rugby League? <laughs> yeah, the football, yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Football, How often so. do you do that, mate? Uh, it's a weekly one. It comes out every Tuesday as well. I record it Monday nights. I'm a night yep. earlier yep. Uh, than yours. And, um, yeah, so we do it um, yeah, every Monday night. So ha- how many yeah, people involved in that, mate? Uh, just, just, just one. Just me. Good old you. Just uh, sitting there chatting yeah, to yourself yeah, about the NRL. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I used to work for... 
the Bulldogs and the Sharks back oh, in the okay. day. Right, um, yeah. In the finance side as an, or as an accountant for both the clubs. So it's sort of trying to get that different perspective, I suppose, in, in the business side of it. And yeah, absolutely. That, that part of the contracts and all that sort of stuff runs, which has been fun this year. There's been lots of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Off the field, Neil. Well, so, so the, the but the bottom line well, is you you got the beautiful opportunity to build a house. It's funny, I, I uh, when I lived in Perth uh, eons ago, we built a house, and uh, I went to the trouble of cabling the whole place up um, because yeah. it's really the one opportunity you get to do that. Um, and yeah. I guess the the question is wireless or cable, really, isn't it? Is that is that what you're, you're struggling with? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that that is definitely part of it. So what I here's what I would do. I, I would remember that uh, you know with the NBN the copper wire doesn't exist anymore. It's all about. Um, I actually had a look. I was at the NBN headquarters the other week, and I had a look at all the devices and things they put in your home. And even though the government's yep. changed, it's still relatively the same. Uh, essentially, it's it's really computer networks that do everything, including your phones, the lot. Now, wireless yep. is great. Uh, and it is fast, and and it is uh, gives good range. But uh, personally, if I was building a house from scratch, and surely the incremental cost of putting in a few cables is nothing compared to the overall cost of the house, I would put some cables in. So here's what I would do: I would put cable into all the key areas. So I'd be putting a cable into the lounge room, into the the main bedroom, into the study area, you know, into the family room, you know, key areas where, for example, your phone might be, for example, where you might want to put the NBN router modem, uh, and also perhaps put one in a really stupid place like the the, um, utility closet in the laundry, because... See, the thing about the NBN is it's it's just a piece of kit that has to sit somewhere in your house, and it might be best that it sits hidden away in a cupboard somewhere and the rest of the house has nice plumbing in it, and then somewhere better in the house you put a nice pretty you know, D-Link or Netgear modem router that is wireless and then gives you wireless in the house, but also you've got plugs around the house to do things like phones and you know, high high-speed tele- television connections, stuff like that. Okay, great. Yeah, because the builder actually gives us a um, one of those home hubs to start with. Yeah, right. Um, that it comes, and then they sort of connect that. They put in a weird spot. In, they want to put in a weird spot in the house. We're in the garage, actually. Yeah, right. Uh, and they sort of run cables back to sort of your meter box. And one of the questions is about, and one of the questions I had for you was, the, the question I have is, well, is the NBN coming to your area and you have to sort of tick a yes or no? Mm. I looked up my area on the map, and it's just blank. Which is, which well, the, the answer is yes. It's coming everywhere. Yeah. So the answer is the answer is still. What, what is the? What, I suppose my question is, what is the difference? Why do they sort of ask that question? Well, it, it, the, the builder, because with the MBN, they the, they actually have to put a really big piece of kit inside your house. There's a little uh, piece of kit goes on the outside of the house, and there's a pretty big piece of kit goes on the inside of the house as well. So yeah. it is actually quite an installation, to be honest. So, but that may not oh, yeah. be the same under the coalition's NBN. But I think future-proofing-wise, it's great that they give you that little home hub. I would think yep. that uh, that's a great place to put in the garage. But I would be plumbing yep. Cat Six cable, which is you know high speed, etc., yep. uh, into you know where the TV is going to go, where your phone might want to go, where your router might want to go, and I'd put it in a couple of places where the router might want to go, so that if the yep. wireless from one area isn't the best, you can move it. Yeah, sure. So, and would you would you run multiple cables to certain spots, like say like a cinema room where yes. you might have. TVs and Xbox. For sure. For this, wherever your home entertainment is at its most, I'd be putting like four plugs in the wall. Because you think about your Xbox, your Foxtel, your TV, there's three. Who knows what's next? 
Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's what I keep saying. Because my wife's big on the Wi-Fi, and I keep saying, "Oh, bloody Wi-Fi!" It's big. You know, Wi-Fi is great. Let's get the Wi-Fi down to just the certain things we need, and and cable everything else. And I sort of said, "Look, we can even put one in the kitchen, right, on the splashback." And she said, "What? Why?" And I go, "I don't know yet, but if I knew what it was for, <laughs> in it, right? If I knew what could go in there, but that's but, the point. That's for the yeah, for put the one camera. behind the fridge, right? Like someday, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You have, you, you know, what putting one behind the fridge is not a stupid idea. Yeah, isn't it funny? So I think, I, but I think you're both right. I think you know wireless is in, is easy yeah. and it is important and, and it is the best simplest way to go for most things. But bottom yeah. line, cabling uh, also gives you a level of future proofing. So I'd be doing a mixture of both. Yeah, and the wireless as well. I suppose it still needs a captive cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a, sort of add it, put it in anyway. All right. Good luck. All right. Do Thanks let me know much. how you go, and good luck with Thanks. the podcast NRL today. Is it? Yeah, that's it. And so Thanks. if you're in, if you're into NRL, you can check it out. Is it on iTunes? It was on iTunes, yep. Good on you, mate. And, uh, and the, yeah, the Android, you can get it off uh, nrltoday.libsyn.com. Good luck. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for getting right. in touch. Thanks, mate. Bye. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, or you can call 1-800-157-157. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening, wherever you're listening, right across Australia. Give me a call, 1-800-157-157. Any questions or problems with technology, just give me a call or you can go to the website, eftm.com.au. Now, we, we just spoke to Josh, who was uh, doing a knockdown rebuild, lucky bugger, uh, and had the, the big debate with the wife about wireless versus landlines, and it couldn't be more appropriate that I have on the line uh, Graham Reardon, the regional director for D-Link, uh, a, a big networking company uh, around the world and some great products. Uh, g'day, Graham. Good evening, Trevor. Hope you're well. Mate, I'm very well, uh, and it, it, it is perfect timing that, that we should be speaking this week because uh, Josh's question to me was he was doing this knockdown rebuild and, uh, you know, should I put wiring in or should I just rely on Wi-Fi? And I'll tell you what I said first. Uh, I said, look, I think Wi-Fi is great, but I would be putting a few cables in anyway, uh, especially to some key areas like where your entertainment unit are and different things like that. But then also because having a few cables around the house might give you the opportunity of routing, say, the NBN to one point of the house where you could then put something like a, a, a wireless AC router, which is going to give you coverage everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. We always believe that a blend of technologies in terms of... Uh you know, wireless in terms of power line, in terms of uh, Ethernet or gigabit Ethernet, the way to go, depending on, as mm. you said, uh, you know, the type of devices that you need. So certainly for cameras, uh, you know, if you've got uh, if you've got hard to access places like up in the ceiling or in rooms that don't have cabling, then you know, Wi-Fi is definitely the way to go. It's another good point, actually, and we'll talk about your little uh, network cameras. But another, forget the the internet cabling. Put PowerPoints in weird places, like in the the top corner of a room, so that your little wireless camera can be plugged in there, but uh, we'll talk about that camera in a minute. Just um, just on wireless AC, and I've talked about this a bit in the past, but uh, it's becoming more and more prevalent in in the devices that are on sale right now. I'm looking here at uh, at your one of your AC units, and, and it says it's the world's fastest speed, uh, and you've got something like 1750 quoted. So talk to me about what that speed means. Does that mean this product over any other will give me the fastest internet? What what does a what does a consumer need to know? Yeah, really, it's actually a combination of three things, Trevor. Number one is speed. <clears throat> Definitely everyone wants the, the latest and fastest gear to be able to, you know, run their high-definition high video and their uh, and their streaming movies and things across their network. So that's definitely one point. But one of the real key benefits, especially in Australia, where houses are a little bit larger than some other countries, is the coverage. Yeah. Uh, you know, AC really gives you much, much better extended coverage you know, I, I personally have a two-storey place and I get from the very front to the very back with full coverage 
across both the 2.4 as well as the 5 gigahertz networks so that I can have my older devices that run on 2.4 like an old laptop, you know, some, uh, some older mobile devices versus my 5 gigahertz band where I really want to run my streaming movies, uh, you know, my radio, my, uh, my TV animations and things like that, mm. you know, over the much cleaner and faster 5 gigahertz band. And uh, and that's important to be able to, to be able to split it up like that, especially when you've got so many devices connecting. Which brings me to the next point about the speed of the device. And again, you know, when you see these devices in the shop side by side, and, and they quote certain speeds, this is not actually the speed at which the internet is delivered to that device. It's more about the capacity of this device to handle a large amount of devices on it at those speeds. So, for example, if you've got four devices streaming video at the same time, you do need a router that has a high speed capacity, don't you? Yeah, you're spot on. I remember when I first moved to Sydney, uh, you know, the, uh, the M5 down there was one lane either way, and it was, <laughs> uh, it was a bottleneck. Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, over the last few years, they've widened that to two, three, and four lanes in different places to really allow the traffic to move much more smoothly, and that's one of the other benefits of wireless AC. basically gives you more lanes, so that more traffic can go through at any one time. Do you remember a couple of years ago, routers were just routers and they got the internet from one point of the house around the place via Wi-Fi. They're pretty amazing now when you think about them. You plug a USB into them, those files are shared across your network. Uh, you plug a USB in, you can access those files anywhere in the world. I mean, it's pretty pretty interesting and quite exciting what these things can do these days, isn't it? Oh, it is. I think uh, you know one of the benefits that D-Link brings to this uh, whole networking industry is our My D-Link cloud services. And uh, a lot of people get a bit nervous about the word cloud, but really it does exactly what you just said. makes it really easy for your average consumer to be able to access remotely to their content in the home or on different devices that they have and monitor and maintain their network really simply. So mm. I, was, uh, I was down at Darling Harbour. I don't know if you saw the Taiwan Festival on the weekend. Mm. And I was showing people using an app on my mobile phone uh, my cameras that I've got set up at home using the using the mobile network, obviously connecting back in through the cloud services, which are all highly secure, uh, to be able to see what was happening in my home and look at my kids, make sure they're all okay, you know, see what's happening and uh, and just keep an eye on things, keep an eye on the pet uh, and our little five month old baby as well. So great to be able to do that. And while I was only in Darling Harbour, I could have been in Taiwan. Exactly. Uh, I could have been in the US, anywhere around the world. And, and that brings me on perfectly to the to the last thing I want to talk to you about, which is the My D Link application, which I've got on my iPhone here, I've got on the iPad as well, and I open it up, and this is the cool thing, I've just got one little camera, and it's a tiny little thing, and it, all it's plugged into upstairs in the kids' bedroom is the power, and then I pressed a button on it and got it set up on the on the wireless network, so it's wirelessly connected to my router, which is downstairs, and then on my app, and, and again, I could be at work, I'm, I'm downstairs, or I could be in America, I just press the DCS933L, which is the, the name of it, but I could give it a name, and I can see into... My kid's room, uh, it's got night vision on it, so I can see the little buggers getting out of their cot. I can take photos of them and, and catch them. It sends me alerts when, I, when it hears a noise. I mean, it's unbelievable what I'm doing with this thing that is under 100 bucks. It's uh, pretty feature-packed, isn't it? That's for sure. It, it, it's just mind-blowing. The, is there a huge market for this? I mean, is it because we are able to do this that we, we, we kind of want to, or, or is, has there been a demand for this that just couldn't be met by previous technology? Yeah, look, I think it's really that, uh, that education piece. Like you said, traditionally, you'd be a bit nervous about installing cameras and you know, getting up in the ceiling and running cabling and power and the like, but now that's all gone. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, by having Wi-Fi on these devices, as well as being able to access via the MyDealing cloud remotely from anywhere, as you've said, just simply via a mobile phone app or a, or a tablet app, suddenly the uh, you know the difficulty about having these products set up around the home is uh, you know is gone. Mm. And actually, it's really good timing because today we actually had our one millionth user register globally wow. for the MyDealing cloud services. So it's really gaining traction. It's unbelievable, and it comes with most of your products that um, that get you on the internet, but they also help you bring your devices together. It's a great little uh, concept, and uh, and you can check out the D-Link range at your local retailer, Graham. Thanks for the chat and explaining a few of those things to us. Good on you, Trevor. Have a good night. Good on you, mate. And if you've got any questions about uh, your network or your computers at home, uh, just give me a call, 1-800-157-157. And thanks to the good people at Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technologies also for their support of your tech life. Um, I wanted to tell you this week about the the Forerunner range of watches. And they start at, this, at a very simple level. Uh, they've got a whole range of different uh, different watches. But let me look at one, for example, $299, the Forerunner 210. Uh, the Forerunner 210, uh, $299, uh, the, the 610 is, is $499. But the $210, uh, just a very simple Watch tracks distance, pace, time. It can it's compatible with a heart rate monitor if you have one, or optional foot pod that can record indoor training. Um, plan, review, and share your runs on Garmin Connect. And here's the thing: I'm not a big fitness freak, right? So it's crazy me talking about this, but I'm doing a bit of walking at the moment. If you if you if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen the links. Please uh, donate a little bit of money. Just trying to raise some money for charity, but um, I've been wearing a, a watch and I've got my jawbone. I've got all these different things to track me. And having a watch that not only tells you the time, but when you look at it, it can tell you your pace, your distance, and you can actually then, when you get home, you can plug it in and see the map of where you went, even if it's just a walk. Uh, it's unbelievable technology. And if you're into your uh, your training. Um, the the Garmin Forerunner series, fantastic series of watches, uh, tracking everything you need to know about your uh, your fitness. Two ninety nine recommended retail. You'll find them in uh, good fitness and and sports stores around the country. Garmin dot com dot au for more information uh, and uh, check them out. The Forerunner series of watches from Garmin. Garmin dot com dot au. Your tech life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Wherever you're listening right across Australia, you can get in touch. Just call 1-800-157-157 or go to the website eftm.com.au. Now, I remember talking um, a good six months ago, if not more, about Airbnb. Now, uh, it's one of those things that, that you hear about online. You know, it's a success story. It's a startup. It's all those great things. But the original story of Airbnb still baffles me a little bit. You still think to yourself, I mean, that could have been me. Why couldn't it have been me? But uh, but it's not me, and uh, no luck for for me. We'll we'll uh, we'll plug on with another idea. But anyway, online from Airbnb, the head of comms for Airbnb, Lena Sernichson. G'day, Lena. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thanks so much, Trevor, for having me. Now, just let's before we talk about how things are going here in Australia, because you've you've had the the Aussie uh, Airbnb reach out going on for a little while. Let's just recap on that cool story that is how Airbnb got started. Yes, it is a cool story indeed. Um, um, it got started by three uh, young Americans based in San Francisco, two of them being designers, um, funnily enough, so not really your typical startup founders. Um, and Joe and Nate um, and Brian, um, they had just graduated. They were in San Francisco, and they were living together. And um, they had just uh, been given a raise in rent, 
and then one of the three moved out. So they had a big problem actually, and that mm. problem was like, how do we make enough money to to afford rent? Um, and being designers, I think, taught them how to be really uh, creative in in and trying to find a solution for a problem. And they mm. um, were thinking about it long and hard, and figured out that there would be a design conference with all their peers in San Francisco, and that's a pretty big design conference. So all the hotels were booked out already. So they figured, you know, why not um, combine these these dots and and have some of the design conference attendees over at their house where they had that extra space and charge them for that. So that was the plan. The only the only problem was that they didn't have enough furniture, so they just had air beds. So they rented out these air beds and decided to call it an air bed and breakfast, which makes sense. Um, and and had a blast doing that. So they ended up meeting three really um, different but really fun people. They ended up going to the conference together and they charged them um, a good amount of money and their problem was solved. And I think that was kind of the spark that, that got them thinking, well, maybe we're onto something here and maybe this is worth exploring. And, and in the end, I mean, we all know how it ended up. Um, Airbnb uh, was was yeah was air bed and breakfast in the day. So and now really when, when you go to Airbnb.com.au for example, which is the Aussie version of the site, you can click on uh, a whole stack of cities like New York and London and Paris and Berlin and, and people around the world, let alone people around Australia, can click on Airbnb.com.au. Go to Sydney and I love the, the thing I love about um, about Airbnb is the way you try and make a community out of it. Yeah, okay, so there's there's actual neighbourhoods, you know, Bondi Beach or whatever, but you, you click on find a neighbourhood and it says, you know, I want I want somewhere that is loved by Sydney siders, and it'll show you 23 places that might be loved by Sydney siders, and then you you add another thing like Surfy, and it narrows down that search to just five places like yep. Manly and Avalon. It, it's a really great way of uh, as a, as a traveller finding a really great place without having to do a lot of research. That's the neighborhood feature that we just launched in Sydney, actually. We are doing these in cities around the world, and since it's um, you know all uh, Airbnb unique content, mm. um, it's it's a pretty pretty big undertaking. So we just launched that for Sydney, and it's exactly as you say. Um, normally, you would you know find an accommodation on Airbnb, but you wouldn't wouldn't necessarily know if you if you're traveling from abroad where mm. that dream accommodation should be located. You know, if you're looking for a certain type of experience. So you would normally need to do a ton of research and, you know, guidebooks or whatever. Um, and we've kind of made that easier. And we have all these gorgeous photographs and we have all the information and a ton of unique content. Um, and now you can fin- find all that in, in one place and really browse through and not only find the perfect Airbnb listing, but also the neighborhood that really fits you. And I guess probably, I don't know whether it's most important, but really importantly about Airbnb, and this has kind of revolutionized the way all, all travel bookings and hotels work these days, is there's, it's all about social content. And I'm, not, I'm not talking about Twitter and Facebook here, even though you can connect Facebook. It's, it's about the fact that on a, on a particular um, listing, so let's say Beachside Cabin, Northern Beaches, there are 16 reviews for me to choose from. Now, right. it, it might only be 100 bucks a night, but I can read every single one of those reviews, get a sense of what they thought, what they what they felt about the place. Often the 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 owner or the or the the person listing the place will have responses. So it's a really clear way of understanding what you're getting yourself in for, isn't it? Exactly, and I think that's what 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 makes Airbnb so special. Because in the end, you know, we're, we're 
we're we're connecting strangers here. So you'll mm. potentially open your home to someone that you've never met before. And what you'll need to do that is a lot of trust. And and we're we're we've thought about different ways and very powerful ways of of ensuring that trust between strangers. And that's that's what it all comes down to. So the review system is one of these one of these features that makes it really easy, um, because our reviews are working both ways. So both the guest and the host will be uh, reviewing each other. And it's also a secure system where you can't just ask your friends, you know, like, hey, you're my friend, write something nice about me. But there has to be an actual transaction where money is, you know, passed from one side to the other uh, for people to leave a review. So, So that's a very very good way to start looking into the listings that you that you like so you'll have these gorgeous photos you have information on the host you you know that all his info is verified um, and then you have the reviews and that will give you a really clear picture of what to expect and in the end that's what it's all about you know management of expectations so that you're sure that you really get what you what you want and what will make that experience so unique and, and so fun for you just finally, you've you've made you've reminded me to think about this. I mean, I go to CES at Las Vegas every year, and I spent, you know, probably an hour the other day looking at the at the different um, casinos, really, uh, looking at you know which 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 resort as they call them to stay in. I was lo- I was looking at all the reviews and trying to work out which one I might stay in differently this year, and I've just had a thought. Oh, I've, I've searched for Las Vegas, and you know, for a whole stack less money, um, I can I could maybe be in a nice house. Considering that I drive there as well, I've got a car, so a really simple way, and and for me to be happy about that, given that I'm traveling to the other side of the world and it's really important to me, the reviews are going to be perfect. They're going to be the most important thing about me making that choice. Most definitely, yeah, and I mean, we have a messaging system on the site, so you can message with your host um, um, really, mm. really nicely. So you can ask all the questions before. And uh, it's funny, I met hosts, um, here. I'm, I'm traveling in Asia right now and I met hosts yesterday. And, and they actually said to me, when these people come through the door, even though we've never met them, we feel as if we already know them because, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen their profile and we've written, uh, we've written a ton of messages. We've seen what other people have said about them. And, and it's, it's a perfect way to actually start that Airbnb experience and, and really dive into it. And, and then, you know, a, a, a lot of times friendships will be formed because you have that, you have that host and he's a local and you might just hang out a little or go and, and get something to drink together or hang out. Um, so, so that's, that's what's very unique about Airbnb. Fantastic stuff. And if people are traveling or thinking of traveling, especially with the, the holidays, uh, coming up over Christmas, great to check out Airbnb, A-I-R-B-N-B, airbedandbreakfast.com.au. Uh, Lena, thanks for the chat. Thanks so much, Trevor, and have fun traveling. And thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading wherever you are right across Australia. Let's go back to calls. G'day, Shab. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Um, I actually called about that, you know, the Dyson, um, what do you call competition you have? Ah, yes. And uh, I was looking into that, trying well, to get, you know, have get a free trial on the and do a review on it. So pretty cool. Pretty cool idea we uh, we worked out with Dyson. Uh, I reviewed on EFTM.com.au the new Dyson. Oh. I think it's a DC-54, which is this stupidly powerful 54 cyclone-based vacuum. And I've got to be honest, I was pretty amazed by the by the power it had. And uh, what they've done is, and just for people that don't know what show I was talking about, is they've given me four of these machines to, to give... 
to 16 people on rotation to actually give me a review of, and then at the end, four of you will get to actually keep it. So pretty cool idea, and you want to get involved here, mate. Yes, why not? Yes, definitely. So I'll tell you how to do it. Uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au, and on yep. the um, – I'm just going to – just because I've taken the link directly off the homepage because we've got some advertising there at the moment. But uh, if you yep. go to the search box on the right-hand side and just type Dyson, the third yep. Dyson story says, try out a Dyson DC-54 in the EFTM social review relay, and you might just get to keep it. Click on that link. And there's a form yep. there. Now, all you've got to do is, it's one of those 25 words or less things, just tell me what you're looking for in a vacuum. And uh, in, I think it's a week, uh, I'll judge 16 people as the finalists, and then we'll rotate those four vacuums. They'll get curried out to you by Dyson. They'll be uh, cleaned and everything uh, after everyone gets to use them. And then at the end, someone will get to win it, mate. It could be you, show up. Oh, fantastic. That will be very good. All right, mate. Uh, so go to eftm.com.au and search for Dyson, and uh, we'll go yep. from there, mate. Good luck. Thank you very much, Sean. Good on you, Sean, and thanks for getting in touch. And you can do the same. You can uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au, or you can call 1-800-157-157. Thanks for listening right across Australia, 1-800-157-157. G'day, Tony. Oh, hi, Sean. How are you? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Uh, I've got probably something that can be solved, hopefully, quite simply. I've I've got my son who um, he tends to download more than what we, um, we would preferring to download he gets uh-huh. on um, he's sort of pushing us to the limit and and beyond quite regularly yes um yeah we we, we we've considered changing the passwords but it all becomes sort of quite problematic because he does need his computer for um for school and the like but yeah. uh, every time we, we you know we give him access he, he tends to to be on online just downloading stuff What's he downloading? Movies? I mean, what is it? Uh, yeah, he he does do um, TV shows and yeah, right. and YouTube clips, endless YouTube clips. I mean, the, the um, first the first thing to do, obviously, how much is your limit? How many how many gigabytes do you get a, a month? Sixty, I think it is currently. Sorry. Sixty. So it's not a lot. How much are you paying? Who are you with? Um, we're with Internode. It's uh, it's all part of a, a package. I don't know what we pay. Yeah. Well, it's all it's all part of a, a work package. Is is um, adding is adding data an option? Is adding data an option for you? Um, well, I mean, you know, going up in uh, in in allowance just sort of gives license to download more. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, look, you know, and, it's and quite inter- a few other parents have said that as well. I mean, you know, they've had, I've talked to a lot of parents about the same problems, but they um, and what they do is they just up up their um, allowance and. I sort of think, well, you know, there has to be, he has to show some type of responsibility somewhere. Yep. I, um, I have this feeling, um, I have this feeling that with some routers, you can, you can create like a, a user access that, uh, essentially gives each user a certain amount of, of bandwidth, a certain amount of data. And I'm wondering whether that's what we should look into. Uh, now I can't. The, the The problem is I can't give you an answer right now. But I, if I can take it on notice for just another couple of days, because I know you emailed uh, recently. Um, what I'd like to do is, is I can I can give this call to the to the people at Netgear, uh, and I can ask mm-hmm. them what they would do. And I, I'm I, part of me is sure, but the other part of me is unsure because I've never tested it. But because it, it could okay. be that I've only seen guest access that has this ability, but. Uh, it might be that you can literally give a limit, a quota, to, so that if of your sixty, you might give forty to him, 
because you don't really mm. need that much yourselves. But at least it gives you the ability to keep going with what you're doing. Um, when he hits his cap, yeah, he hits correct. his cap. Uh, you're still going to have that problem where he hits the cap and then it's like, well, how do I do my schoolwork, Dad? And it's like, well, mate, you know, for an extra 10 bucks, mm. I'll open your cap up. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to have yeah, to. Yeah. There's always going to be that that educational problem of he's going to hit his cap and he's still going to. There's going to be a reason he needs access, and you're either going to open it up again or whatever. So, in the end, it is going to come down to to limits, and it is going to come down to him restricting his usage, whether it's by force in terms of the device doing it, or whether he needs to monitor it more closely. Now, do you check your usage online regularly? I don't. My wife tends to to keep a bit more of an eye on it. Well, um, but she, she's here doing con calls and all sorts of things. Yeah, uh, the, quite the, regularly. The she first thing to uh, burn through that much. Yeah, how, how old is he? Thirteen, about to turn fourteen. Yeah, so tough age, mate. Good luck with that. I don't look forward to that in uh, seven <laughs> years' time. But and and this this so so this advice uh, can be taken with a grain of salt from a father of a six-year-old, right? But I, I, my approach would be would be along the lines of checking the usage every three days or so, and and kind of even if. And I know this sounds stupid, but even if it's having a big bloody chart on the wall that says, you know, on the fifth day of the month we should have only used X number of gigabytes, but we've gone over that, son, you got to, you got to yeah. pipe it back, or we're not going to, you're not going to be able to download anything in the last week. And it's it's kind of that educational thing about learning that you actually need to spread your usage over the month so that you can get to the end oh. of the month. Um, and yeah. and I guess I mean, in the we, end, we had one afternoon. Sorry, we had one afternoon where we uh, we just blew six gigs and. In you know, in an afternoon, I was just yeah. thought, God, you know, it just makes the da- our, our downloading so slow as well. Well, that's that's the other point. Uh, if are you on an ADSL, uh, yes, yeah. So I mean, while he's doing those things, it's uh, it's kicking your uh, kicking your connection because you can't really do much else at the same time. So uh, let me mm-hmm. let me take all of that on notice, if you don't mind. I'll send the call to Netgear and and we'll see what they say because there could be a little bit of stuff we can do in terms of if there's a user account you can set up, you can not only restrict his quota, but you might be able to restrict his, his bandwidth so that even when he's downloading something big, it actually comes down slower and gives you space to do what you need to do. I reckon that'll be okay. possible. Okay. All right. So stay there. I'll get all your details and we'll forward it on to Netgear and, and we'll see what we can do. So thanks for getting in touch, mate. All right, thanks, Trevor. Thanks for your help. And you likewise can get in touch. Just uh, give me a call, one 157 or go to the website. And uh, that's about it for this week. Uh, Your Tech Life, uh, the name of the show, one eight hundred one five seven one five seven. the number to call. You can go to the website uh, to get in touch and also to read about different things happening in the world of technology, eftm.com.au. Uh, interestingly... The Apple announcement, uh, as I say, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Go to the, go to iTunes uh, and download Two Blokes Talking Tech. We'll, Stephen and I will talk in chapter and verse about the new iPhones, the new announcements from Apple. Um, we, we'll have a date of release for upgrading your iPhone. It's really important because that upgrade needs to go to everyone. And if you've got an iPhone now, apart from I would suggest the iPhone uh, 3 series, but your 4, your 4S, your 5, and your new 5S and your new 5C, uh, all getting iOS 7, which is a very, very different operating system. Very, very different. I've been using it for a while. I'm very used to it now, but uh, a lot of people will struggle with, with uh, some of the differences in there. So uh, be prepared for that and, and take some time. Uh, but uh, yes, two blokes talking tech or go to the website eftm.com.au for full information and, and news. Um, also go to Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash online. 
got a Samsung Galaxy S4 Active to give away. $699 phone. It could be yours. Very easy. And if you don't win that one, I've got more. I've got several more to give away over the coming weeks. So this is the place to be for giveaways, for technology, for news, and for assistance in your world of technology, your tech life. Thanks for listening, wherever you are, right across Australia, your tech life, and I'm Trevor Long.